You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate you. A uh, couple of announcements. Actually, first, a big thank you. Uh, we just did a record play Divas Edition. Uh, we were recording this on the Monday, so this was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, y'all showed up. Like, Full House, the Divas. We had people, there were people in the back. Full House, right? Yeah. And we'll play like a uh, like a Beyonce or a Tina Turner, and then they would run from the back all the way, like not That's just the, the front, like on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a full on choreography. Like I have to say, I was like, yo, I didn't plant this person. <laughs> this is not a plan. I did not. But people were loving it. That's awesome. There was like a there was a few birthday uh, birthdays in there. My dad was in town from Africa, so he okay. got to see it for the first time. Had a standing ovation, too. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, hell oh, yeah. That's lovely. Uh, my brother showed up. Uh, so shout out to K. Cali, uh, DJ K. Cali. Killed it. Uh, Marissa Rivera, thank you so much for hosting. Uh, Pershing as yeah. well. I mean, this is going to be our home for, for a minute. Uh, who else I need to thank? Oh, all the God. sponsors. God. Yeah, uh, late, later. Later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Thank God y'all showed up. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Shout out to Slab Barbecue. Shout out to Hera Rum. Uh, Creek in the Cave donated uh, tickets to uh, the Bundy McFarlane show. Oh, cool. Uh, Tobar Takeover, and I'm I'm missing one. Oh yeah, Women in Jazz. Mm. Uh, they donated prizes. So thank you all so much. Make sure you stay tuned. We announced our next one is going to be on Sunday, November fifth at Pershing on a Sunday. So brunch time, like we cool. used to do. Uh, so go to you can go to recordplay.live slash producers. It's gonna be a producers edition. So we're doing all of them from Neptunes to Dre, you know, oh, Premier, yeah. RZA, Timberland, Swiss Beats, Just Blaze, Kanye. Kanye can't forget Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all the producers. I mean, it's hip hop fiftieth uh, birthday this year, so it's been a lot of stuff about the artists and bringing out LL Cool J. Like that's yeah, great, yeah. but. You gotta give it up to the producers. Yeah. So November fifth, Sunday, it's the weekend of Afrotech. Come on out, get your tickets now. I know it's two months from now, but we sell out. We always sell out, pack yeah. the house, and it's a good time. So recordplay.live slash producers. Get your tickets. Early bird tickets or active all the way actually through September. Damn. Yeah, you can get your early bird ticket. So go ahead and do that. Uh second, uh go to our YouTube channel. You can see all the faces of the people that I've been talking to. Uh, hit that subscribe button. That helps me. Uh, I ain't got no Patreon. I ain't got no sponsors. I do this because I love it. I love to talk to interesting people because uh, people are interesting. I'm fascinated by that. Everybody got a story totally to tell, and the feedback podcast is what it's about. So, uh, yeah, go to youtube.com slash the feedback BAK. Hit that subscribe. Check out the all the people that I've talked to. Uh, I've had Ashley Overton was on recently. We talked about phone culture. Mm. Uh, Gabe Davis was on. We talked about songs that need to retire. Ah. Uh, let's see, Aaron Cheatham. Quick, quick feedback: what what was uh what was the song that he chose? Oh, we had a whole list, man. Oh, really? We had a trash bag of songs uh, that need okay. to go. Like this is how we do it. Got to go back that ass up. Got to go. <laughs> Whatever reggae bag DJs get into and they play "Murder She Wrote" and yeah, "Bomb yeah, Bomb" yeah. and "Got to Go." We had a whole list of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, go go check out the archive. There's plenty to go around. Plenty of people I've talked to. Uh, so yeah, now let me introduce my guest. I'm very, very happy to have, to have this guy on, uh, his special drops tomorrow. Yes, sir. And he's the co-owner of East Austin Comedy Club. Yes, sir. And South Austin too. 
Yes. And South Austin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's franchising. He's branching out. <laughs> like, are we going to take like, Central and Southside? I have a very limited role in South Austin. Yeah, but is it going to be our North Austin? Uh, not this far north. Maybe at some oh, point. <laughs> this man, would be, this I'm would South be, this Lugerville, is South man. Lugerville, yeah, yeah. South, Like, the board, I can throw a rock and it lands in Austin. <laughs> yeah, I can't fit that on a billboard, dog. <laughs> South Pflugerville <laughs> Comedy Club. <laughs> no, no, but congratulations yeah. on all success. And uh, I, I had the honor of, of doing East Austin uh, this past Wednesday. Hell yeah. I had a blast doing it. Uh, and so, yeah, congratulations. We got Raza Joffrey in my house. How hey, you doing, man? Thank you, brother. I'm, uh, thank I'm doing you. great. Thank you. I know you're busy. Yes, sir. So tell me about the, the special. Like, what's the... Uh... So the special we shot uh, uh, January. And it's taken about, like, what was it, eight months now? Eight months to edit, just yeah. to figure out what looks right, what doesn't. Uh, it, you learn because this is the first time I'm shooting a special, and I shot it at the club. And you know, you learn a lot in terms of because, like, the whole time before that special, all you're worried about is you know, is your performance good, right? Right. What does your 50 minutes or 40 minutes look like? Mm-hmm. What's the order? And then you're worried about you know who's going to show up and how is that going to affect the energy of the room? You know, you don't want. We, we shot it uh, over two nights in four shows. One of the shows, there were just drunk hecklers in the really? show. Yeah, yeah, Early yeah. or late? Late. late. Of course, late. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, the first show went really good. But then the first show, we fucked up the sound. So the, oh. like, we didn't fuck it up, but, like, it was, it got sl- slightly blown out. So even though the show was really good, the sound was... It was clipping or something? Um... I don't know enough about sound. Okay. I just found out later after I'm like on cloud nine because the first show crushed and I yeah. have three more to just figure out all the kinks. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then they're like, yo, the the sound was overblown. Like they, you know how if you catch too much, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Get, it like hits the, the ceiling. It's called clipping. Oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> gotcha. I just explained it the long way. Um, and then the third show was decent. And then the fourth show, uh, I just was the perfect ending. It was like uh, I got a standing ovation. I've never gotten a standing ovation before. Nice. And uh, Look it at just, you. it was just the, because I was relaxed, because I was like, I already got everything I need. Uh-huh. And I'll just be, and then so that relaxation, like kind of emitted through all the jokes, you know. I wasn't worried about it anymore. I'm always curious. So when when you're shooting one, because I talked to Cheatham about it. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. It at, he shot at it. Spot. Yeah. Awesome too. I was there for the first show, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, the continuity part. Yeah. Because he had to worry because he did it the first time and then he took a, I think he took a hit from, a, a, fuck, what's his name? The guitar player. Uh, Jeffrey Eagleston? No, 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 no. With the, with the, with the long hair. Uh, anyway. Kiko. Yeah. He took, yeah. A, <laughs> he took a hit from Kiko's oh, blood no. and went on stage and he was way more relaxed. But then he was like, oh, shit, on, on this shot, I have the mic on my on my." You yeah. know, my right versus my left earlier. So the continuity kind of breaks when you're editing the stuff. Yeah. But the thing is, you can kind of, you can overcome that based on a few things. Like you can switch angles, right? Right. You can, you can um, show crowd shots rather than, so you can fix it in certain ways or you can like make it zoomed in so that you don't see the, the mm-hmm. microphone, hopefully. For me, what was really lucky is like 90% of my special is from one show so it just feels, oh that's good because it was it just went magically uh-huh. and then there were like two parts where i was like i did that joke better in that episode actually it was just one part that i did better in a different like i fucked up the line and uh so then i was like i'll just use it from the first show 
So nice. But then the first show, the the sound was slightly blown off, so they had to do a lot of like uh, audio editing to fix that. But it yeah. takes it takes that long. Holy shit! Yeah, man, it's a it's a lot of work, and also like so. This is something interesting I learned only after shooting a special, and I don't want to believe. It. I know we're supposed to be talking about no, uh, no, we, we should do but, shit for like fifteen. Minutes. Okay, that's cool, fine. Cool. Um, but like, um, you know how like when you shoot an album, like for music, right? There's mm-hmm. a difference between the studio album and a live, like live at Madison Square Garden. Right, right. There's a similar kind of um, quality to shooting comedy, right? Like, mm-hmm. do, do you want to try to capture the energy of the room or are right. you trying to get just the most precise joke, like perfectly worded as possible mm-hmm. you know and those are like two kind of directions you can go to uh either either like okay you know crowd worky like what is the vibe of the room or is it like hey this is the joke that i have and this is how i'm presenting it so like those are kind of two angles you can take mm-hmm. so so that was fun to play around with so you uh i was um i was listening to oh shout out to amy shanker she just dropped her special as well yeah, yeah. Uh, unbelievable she did yeah. the record she did the halftime show oh really at, my show. at the yeah. super bowl yeah. no oh the record play oh, okay, show yeah. last saturday okay, amy shanker at the <laughs> yeah. super bowl no offense but holy shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> when it's not having comedians super bowl. yeah what yeah. is that who they play browns yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no but uh i was listening to it and and um it's like and I, i've listened to a bunch of albums before like you know sean Patton also sure. had an audio audio one and it's like you're listening to it, but you can almost picture if you know the comedian, like you know, yeah. you can almost picture. Okay, I can totally see how he would deliver that. Yeah. But then when you actually see it, it could be something totally different. So did you actually have, you know, specific things you needed to hit? Make sure that oh, I'm doing this, so don't shoot the crowd kind of thing because you have to have the the visual. Um. Well, I mean, we had three cameras, so um. There was like, you know, I have some act out. So like when I was filming it, I was like, hey, make sure you get this from this angle. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to keep that in mind. I, I, I wasn't going to do it just audio because I think so much is audio visual now. Even yeah. a podcast. Do you feel like more people watch your podcast audio wise? I, I have no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> Apparently I'm asking okay. people to subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> so that tells you. I don't yeah. even promote it. But, that okay. Much, but- when you watch a podcast, how do you watch it? Do you watch it audio or video? Video, yeah, me too. It, especially if they're gonna show stuff. That, yeah, that's yeah. the only reason. If, sure, if, sure, sure. Because a lot of podcasts now will say, "Oh, we're gonna talk about you know this viral video, this interview, whatever," yeah. and they put it as a like a picture in picture in in, uh, in the right, video. Right, right, so right. for that reason, I'll watch it. You need to watch it, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I'm I'm fine with with audio. But, really? Yeah, but I mean, it, it we're we're turning to more like a visual society. I mean, look yeah. at fucking Instagram changed the algorithm. Yeah. So pictures are not even enough anymore. Yeah. At all. At all. They don't yeah. even give a shit. Yeah. Like I, when I was promoting my record play, I had all these dope flyers with all the divas yeah. and everything. You got to somehow I was getting convert them into nothing. videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's reels. Yeah. Reels is what it is. Or right. shorts on, sure, sure, sure. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, another to do. Fuck, man, I'm <laughs> old. I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, and then they'll change it again in four months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, next thing you know, is oh, we have, they tried the IGTV. I don't think it worked out. All right. Remember that? Yeah. It didn't yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so the long form video, I think is is being more appreciated now because yeah. of podcasts. But we still yeah. want to consume it in short bursts, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's I mean, all my for my podcast, everything that works is short form. Yeah, 
you know. I need, I need, I need a, I mean, I have 10 years of content. <laughs> yeah, you should start editing, Doug. No, 10 years, no, no, you're 10 no, years behind. <laughs> what does that tell you? How much I don't give a shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I got to hire somebody yeah. or something because I have, I really have, if you want to, I, I was talking to, I ran into an old friend um, over the weekend and he's like, yo, you know, there's, there's an Austin like archive museum or library or some really? shit. I had no idea. And he was telling me, he's like, yo, back, you have basically Austin's history in podcast form. Because I've talked to so many people. I had talked to the mayor. I talked to people who run. Mayor Park? No, no, no. The, the one before previous? that. Okay. Yeah, Adler. Gotcha. Uh, I got um, like artists who were nothing back then. And now yeah. they're fucking touring with Gary Clark Jr. You know, all these DJs, yeah, yeah, even yeah. comedians that I've had on. And I'm like, and it's like, yo, you should fucking put your, have your stuff in the yeah. library, in like the Austin library. I'm like, That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I get something, something to show for all right, the right. time and all the fucking equipment <laughs> the I bought over yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. All the sound checks. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got to. I got to. I got to. It's a labor of love. Yeah. Yeah, I like to think of it that way. Oh, my dad yeah. goes, where's the money? What yeah. you? <laughs> now that's an immigrant thing. Uh, I, so the feedback thing I was doing. Uh-huh. People thought I was doing it full time because yeah. I was out all the time. Yeah. Even though I had a full time day job where I was a developer. Yeah. But that the money I was wow. making with that funded the parties I was doing really? and everything. Were you making money off the parties? Not that not a whole lot. Sure, but sure. it wasn't about that. Yeah, it was it, about doing was, something. Yeah. Creative. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, two years, four years, five years in, my dad's like, So you're doing this feedback thing, but put the Yeah. You know how we immigrants think. Doug, nonstop. <laughs> it's nonstop. It's like, yeah, it's like, like unless there's money coming out of it, it's like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? You, I, I was so, uh, I didn't tell my dad I was doing this record play thing until uh-huh. he came here. And I've been oh, doing really? it for, for four years. Yeah, yeah. I, so, and then he came for the first time this show. Yeah, that was it. Saturday. So that was his first time. But you know, you know how. What was his response? He said he had a great time. He said yeah. it was, but I, I, I think. I had to talk with him beforehand. Yeah. Because I'm, you know. It's like coming it, out as like homosexual. Is what yes. You're, you're like, hey, No, because me. no, you're going to get the commentary. I do. You're going to get the comments, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to get the, yeah. so why do you do this way? Or you should, da 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 da. And what, yeah. you know, people are going to think that, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about, right? No, I know, for sure. And, I got and Indian I'm, parents. <laughs> yes. People are going to think, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Who cares what people, people think? Yeah. I mean, come on. And so it's like you I live think in we, Senegal. What do you give a shit what people think here? <laughs> no, no, but it, it, it's, it's such a this this one of my pet peeve with like immigrant families yeah, is yeah, that yeah. they're still stuck in that they want to look good to the community kind 100%. of thing. And now was this one of your three? No, no, no. no. Okay, this, cool. This, this, but this our, is a great our three. three our, our three is like what's only in America. Okay, but as gotcha. far as like immigrant parents, if you're an immigrant out there, and you know exactly what we're talking about, mm-hmm. it's like the pressure. Of oh you can't look our family look you can't make our family yeah. look bad yeah. or it's not just you you're representing the whole community yeah. you're pre- representing your family it's perception not just, is very important it's not just mom dad and the kids mm-hmm. it's the cousins the uncles yeah the, and all that everything now, you do you have siblings it. yeah and uh, yeah for sure <laughs> how <laughs> how many siblings you have? yeah yeah how many siblings yeah four four and then are they in creative are you the black sheep 
in the creative world or are they also no but i'm i'm the creative one sure sure. sure. i'm the one who actually so you probably got more heat than the rest of them yeah yeah and i'm the first son you know how that goes ah yeah i mean i don't i'm the second son, ah, so, shit. So i have it much easier yeah. but this is this is the thing my my older brother the first so my parents moved here uh-huh. and then um so my older brother had a lot of pressure of like you gotta you know, is he born? Was he born in? He was born there for six months and then moved here. Oh, okay. So but, you know, it doesn't here, matter. You saw the first, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then they they have like old world mentality. You know, my parents do. Not anymore. Now yeah. they've been here for like thirty years or so. So they get it. And also, you can't control it. You know what I'm saying? You no, really can't control what your kids do. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Like there, there's such a uh, and growing up in France, yeah, all the black people there are from Africa. Did you grow up? Um, <laughs> that's true everywhere Doug no no I know but what, <laughs> no what I mean is that they're African Africans okay gotcha you know like yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're just, they were I born in you're France just like, yeah, like you're not gonna believe this but all the black people are from <laughs> Africa like, yeah dude I, I no, know they could, that they could be from Louisiana <laughs> that's true here too <laughs> It's like they were Direct they're born in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their parents from Africa. They immigrated to France, right? And there is a disconnect because they can't relate to their At parents, yeah. but they also can't relate to French people. Yeah, yeah. So this, they have this how, ident- exactly, exactly. How, how was it? How was it for you? Same thing. Same thing. So like, um, you know, I I have one world in my household. You know, Indian. We're eating food that nobody else knows about. You know, does they don't understand? I can't even explain. I can't bring it to lunch. And then, uh, because it's just it's fucking, it it's a mess and it smells. I'm yes. already, already in a good way. In a good way, it, it smells good, but also bad if it's if you not, never, yeah, if you're if not, not used to it. Yeah, if you're yeah, not yeah. used to it, like what the fuck so, is that? It's then, dirty, man. It's dirty. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and so, like, um, so I have that world at home, and then I have a totally different world. You know, I'm American. You know, I speak English. I speak Urdu here. Uh, you know, there's Allah and there's God. There's, uh, um, just pray five times, pray five take times. five shots, take five shots. <laughs> exactly. All the different. Oh man. It's, it's, it's a juggle. Yeah. hundred percent. And you just grow up that way. You, yeah, and you're you, always able to like, you never mix the two. Um, I, so I won, you know, when I was in high school, I craved Someone who, you know, I craved a community that was similar to me where they have brown culture and white culture. Because I didn't, I had, the high school I went to was like 98% white. There was like two brown kids and there were. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Was that you in France? Uh, my town had like three black families. Wow. In, and this is town. in Paris? In France. Outside, okay. It's out, uh, a small town outside of Versailles. Got, so uh, west of okay. Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Small ass town where there's like two elementary schools. Two middle school, two elementary schools that feed into one middle school. Did you feel discrimination? Not a whole lot, honestly, because yeah. it was such a, a small community. Yeah, not directly. Right, right, right. And plus, I I moved here when I was sixteen. Gotcha. So I had to start over everything when I yeah. got here. And so, did you speak English? When you moved here? Yeah, I didn't have a choice. That, but uh, but it, like, it, did you learn it in France? Yeah, it's mandatory. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it, when you're yeah. six years old. In school, you have to pick a foreign language. Really? The teacher sucks. You don't yeah. know shit. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. have to learn, oh, there's an apple on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian's <laughs> in the kitchen. It's that kind of bullshit uh, that you never use in regular conversation. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, Where's yeah. the library? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Donde esta la biblioteca? Like, same kind yeah. of bullshit. Um, 
so so what were we talking about? Yeah, the the, the split between the two. Yeah, so I I dealt with the same split. I, what I was going to ask you is that what? How old were you when you moved to France? I was two. You were two years old. Yeah. Okay. But so. but we went back. It was easy for my parents to send sure. us back every summer to synagogues. Like yeah. a six-hour flight. Yeah. Easy cousins, uncles. 100%. Like, Full family. In. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to say hi to uncle this and the uncle yeah. that and aunt this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you going to spend the day? Yeah, you have to spend the day. Oh, now you're going to spend the night. Oh, yeah. okay. Say hi to this. Oh, well, you didn't come to say hi to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. I'm leaving tomorrow. It's the whole It was the it's whole a world. It's like everywhere you go. Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. Salam alaikum. So did you grow up Muslim? Uh, by like, proxy, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my mom, my parents are. Yeah. Your parents are, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean, yeah, like yeah, culturally. Yeah. By proxy, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, same. Senegal is like 98% Muslim. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I grew up Muslim too, but I, I'm also just culturally Muslim. I, I don't practice anything, but uh, it's nice, you know, it's... It's uh now <laughs> you it, pick you pick the best out of the two. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, this is me. I'm not this or that. I'm both, and I just I'm the combination. Hundred percent. So what it also gives you freedom because you you feel like you don't fit in in either world, mm-hmm. and so then you get to choose your own identity. Yes, and that's that's the best part. And I never come in here at sixteen as the youngest senior in high school. Really? Yeah. In the internet in the international baccalaureate program. Gotcha. With you know, now is that why you moved my, to the states? No, my dad worked for IBM. He got a job here. I was, see. Got transferred yeah. here. Uh, but uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You were the youngest. Yeah, I was the youngest senior. Um, but I didn't. Oh fuck! I lost my train of thought. What did you say before that? You were the youngest senior. You moved here from. No, before that, your statement before that. Um, you said that all black people are from Africa. <laughs> I was blown away. I had no idea. Oh, man. You just, the things you'll learn on the feedback <laughs> yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like a breakthrough research article. Oh, yeah. Uh, start, like starting over, you know. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, coming here with the with the English. It was like, you know, when you don't have a choice. Yeah. But to learn, it it, it just goes. Your brain swim. goes to overdrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, that's that's like, how I learned Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you take as many classes as you want, and then you go there, and you're like, okay, now yep. I got to. If you're on learning language, short yeah. of living there. Yeah. I mean... Now, here's a question for you. So, you do you speak Senegalese? Uh, no such thing. Arabic? No. Wolof is the is the dialect that most people speak. Okay. Say it again. Wolof? Wolof. W-O-L-O-F. Okay. But depending on where your family's from, you might speak another one. Gotcha. There's a, there's a bunch of different dialects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. French is still the, the national language. country. Okay. Yeah. So, if you watch the news, it's in French. There's oh, some channels that I have do it in Wolof because that's yeah, what yeah, most yeah. people speak. But uh, for the most part, it's the combination of both. Gotcha. So they're, they're all words in in French that don't exist in Wolof. So you do the same in French. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the same thing with yep, yep, Urdu. Yep, yeah. yeah. Um, that's interesting. So do you speak Wolof? Yeah. Okay. So you speak Wolof, you speak French, and you speak English. English. And then a little bit of Japanese. A little, oh, interesting. I'm an anime fan, dude. <laughs> Since I was two years old. <laughs> That's I can I can watch it without subtitles and know what's going on. Really? It's the same shit. Like I, I tell people all the time, and I, if you've heard this before, fast forward into our next segment. But the learning language, yeah. If you watch cartoons, yeah, it's easy. It's the fast way to learn because it's it's one is for kids, so it, it's, Slower. it's a lot of small. There's not long monologues. Yeah, 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 right. And it's a lot of repetition, so a lot of words come back over sure. and over again. And context. Because yeah. you visually see 
what they're doing when they're saying something. Right. And so you you pick that up. Sure, sure. And sure. and if you have if you know another language already, yeah. Picking up another one is easy. Yeah. My son is bilingual in French. He's mm. five years old. He doesn't speak to me in English at all. Yeah. yeah and we have full on conversations. That's perfect. And so now he has the ability to acquire knowledge that's like in fucking multiple. triple your regular American kid. Yeah, my kid 100%. is better than your kid. <laughs> this is true. Uh one is like um you are a different person in a different language. Yeah. You, your mind is different. Yep. Um, your personality is different. It's like, you know, like schizophrenia where you have different personalities. Yeah, that's exactly that. You're a different guy. And how would you describe the difference between who you are? Well, I wanted to, let me, before we go into that. I'm like, this is your podcast now. I'm sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'll come on yours. We can dive deep into <laughs> okay, this. Yeah, but go yeah, ahead, ask me. I was we'll going to say, do you have a favorite, a favorite language? What, what, what really appeals to you? I can't answer that. No. It's weird because naturally I, I can go both ways. It's yeah. a it's a constant mind switch. Yeah. And it's like sometimes words come faster in French. Sometimes sure. they come faster in English. Like I yeah. count in French. Or Wolof? Wolof not as much because I didn't sure. grow up in it. Gotcha. I can speak it. Yeah, I can yeah, understand yeah. it if they sure. speak slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's really uh, it's two sides of the brains. Right. Uh, two sides of the brain. Do you think one's more poetic? No, no, okay. no. People, you would assume French is. That's. I mean, yeah. People no. say it's like the romance language. I, I, I have a joke about it that I'm working on. Uh, it's yeah? like when people think people think French is <laughs> no. You land in Paris and you say bonjour and you go what's up la forme quoi? Yeah, like, that was not sexy at all, man. That was not romantic. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's dangerous. It's, also, because yeah. the, the the French I grew up with is it's like saying. New York English versus Texas English. Uh, Texas English is very, it has a twang, twang to it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's slower. It goes up yeah. and down. New York English is in your face. Yeah, Paris is the same way. Gotcha. So that's what I grew up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I can make it sexy. Sure, sure, If sure. I want to, yeah, I can turn yeah, a sexy yeah, mode yeah. on. Like, yeah, je vais te niquer ce soir. I can do all that sure, stuff. Sure. Croissant. But otherwise, it's like in the your decision. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't have a preference. It's mm. it's more of a mind juggle than sure, anything sure. else. So, yeah, yeah. all right, we're going to get into our main topic of the, of the show. Let's do it. Yeah, as immigrants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you were born here. I came here, but I think yeah. because you've been exposed to and you've traveled, yeah, yeah. I would assume. Um, there's, we want to talk about things that that only exist in America. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, you know, people come here and they expect. You know, they want to fit in, but they're like, oh, wait, there's this thing that these motherfuckers do. Mm. Like, I can't. It's, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. It's it's overall, the overall sense mm-hmm. of America to me is always everything is bigger. Everything is more convenient. Mm-hmm. Everything is faster. Mm-hmm. Everything is flashier. Sure. Everything is more expensive. So you already have that allure. Yeah. But aside from that, there are little things yeah. that you observe and you go, oh, yeah, that would never fly back home. Yeah, Like yeah, we yeah. don't have – maybe maybe we have it, but it's not on the scale mm-hmm. that America has it. Sure. All right. So do you, do you want to start? Yeah. So the first one that I thought of immediately was the relationship to the service industry. Oh, good one. Is good one. Yes, please so go ahead. So weird uh, in the United States. One, it's like um, what like tipping is just such an odd – um, because like you know, tipping is a weird feature, right? Yeah, it, it's because it's not just tipping; it's also like taxes. When you buy something here, it's never the price that it fucking says it is. That threw me for up for a loop. Yeah, it it's really like is. okay, it's seven dollars, 
there's like seven ninety nine, and then it's like fifteen percent tax. Why is that? I don't. Why are you not including that in the? Oh, part? when they do advertising and they go, it's yeah. only nine ninety nine. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it is not blatant lie. It's yeah. like twelve oh seven. Like exactly. If I could show up with a ten dollar bill, yeah. I won't have enough money. A hundred percent. Yeah. That yeah, good one. And then and then the kind of offshoot to that is that uh, when you think of tipping, it's it, it's such a weird responsibility that like. The service industry here gets paid less than minimum wage, uh-huh. and then they rely on tips. So then, the customer has this weird guilt that they have to tip. Where it's like, why isn't the the restaurant paying them just the normal amount that they're supposed to get paid? Mm-hmm. And then, because it just creates um, because uh, now it's one thing if it's at the restaurant, right? Like now I'm used to tipping at a restaurant. It's like it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like everywhere wants a fucking tip. Everybody, the the, the, the valet at the hotel, gotta tip them. Yeah, you know the the person if uh, if you're um, I don't know if they have this in some airports when somebody like helps you with yeah, the yeah, luggage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same Concierge thing. Concierge person. Yep, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta tip the. Fucking but you can't, they can't shop. ask. That's the thing. Asking for a tip. Yeah. In any kind of service. Sure. Is a shitty move. Right. So it's expected, or they just like linger, they just stand there, yeah, and they wait for you to give them something. Hundred percent. So it just creates this weird tension between if you don't know whether you're supposed to tip, yep, because it's not just one place. Like, hey, when you go to restaurants, you have to tip the waiter. Okay, I get it. That's that world. Uh-huh. But everywhere is kind of like, oh, you want to tip me? You know, so fucking Subway sandwiches. Wait, what? Sub- <laughs> Subway sandwiches. Se- Subway. Subway. You know the, the restaurant, fast food place. Yeah, the the sandwich artiste yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. needs money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ask for tips now. You know that, that's new. Yeah, because it's like why not? But I think it's it's a uh, from the customer perspective. Yeah, it's kind of a like a power trip. I'm like I I control your money. Your yeah. salary is depending <laughs> on my uh, level of satisfaction uh, now. So yeah. I can be like. Here, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like you fucking the commoner. You have to do it like this, yeah, like, like your royalty. Well, t- yeah, yeah, like I don't, I don't care about <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Like this is so you have to literally, short of licking my boots, uh huh. You know, I'm, you're my, you're my slave. For, yeah, I mean, for, for I think it minutes. probably descended from that, uh, like, uh, you know, free, free person and slave. Yeah. in in the United States, and it's probably tips came from that. I heard that somewhere, but I don't know. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and and you're not. And the thing is, because in other countries yeah. it's included. Is it like that in India? Um. Yeah. 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 In France, it's the tip. same thing. Yeah. And so the service you get at a restaurant in yeah. France is shitty. Yeah. Because they're getting paid regardless. Hundred percent. And it, there's there's like a hundred percent markup on the price to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. So. By the time if, if if you take an American person, you yeah. put them in a French at a French restaurant, and they wait twenty minutes yeah. for the waiter to show up. Yeah, you can't. You don't get the bitch because yeah, 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 yeah. they know what they're there's doing. Nothing, yeah, there's, there's nothing. nothing to bitch do, about. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing you can change. But take a French person, you bring them over here. Yeah, and they're like, wait, hold on, I gotta call, I gotta pay you more. Yeah, yeah, they're mad. They yeah. don't know. Yeah, but what's also interesting is though, like when you go to somewhere like France and they're not relying on your tip. There's more self-respect, it feels like, in the waiter, in the wait staff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not depending they're, on... They don't, they're not, like, beholden to you for right. tip money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're yeah. their own person. 
there's like a respect that they have for themselves. Whereas here, there's like, oh, hey, how are you? Can I get you something? But it's, it's fake. Like, it's so you know servile. It's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I worked at um, um. I mean, it's it's the same when you work at a job and it's it's like commission. Yeah. Like you're, I worked at Best Buy. Sure, sure. Best Buy was like no commission. Right. You just help people. Yeah. Uh, Circuit City, if you're old enough to remember Circuit yeah, City, remember it. Yeah. Uh, it was commission. So you're sure. all, oh, please. Oh, man, I helped you. Can I show you how the fucking mouse works? <laughs> and you're like, so so you know it's fake. Yeah. And, and it's not a, it's not a good, um, it's not a, it's not a healthy relationship because yeah. it's a power trip and you feel guilty it's interesting because that's that's like a common thing that like i've dated french girls before and that they've said something like that where it's like the relationships you oh it's not just french i feel like europeans and generally other people say this is like that that permeates through the all relationships in the united states the sense of like uh oh get me started dude go ahead go ahead i know where you're going you're go very, ahead go ahead you're please, very please. like people are like oh we're cool we're so friendly but then there, it lacks a, a deeper connection. Oh my God! You hit it on the on yeah. the head. I've I, I've been talking about this yeah. for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So um, relationships in this country are very transactional. Yeah, it's more. It's not a genuine. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's more like, how you doing? What can you do for me? Sure. And then it, the other person thinks the same way. Everything is a business relationship. Mm. So you get to know somebody. Not for who they are, but for what they can do for you. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is that when when I ask people, I say, "Hey, where?" When you say you have a best friend, yeah, right. When you say, "Yo, you're my boy, you're my this, like you, you you're my man, hundred grand, or yeah. whatever the expression yeah, is." Yeah, yeah. What does that really that mean? What does that really mean? Yeah, because I grew where I grew up, like I said, in a small town in France. The the, the, the my boys from when I was five and six years old. Sure. I still talk to him 40 mm-hmm. years later. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that old, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like, I would still talk. Yeah. So when I ask people who, like, who are your friends? Like, sure. do you remember your, like, where are they? But I think people are quick to, to, uh, like to, to befriend somebody. Yeah. And then you wonder, is it, is but it's it for shallow. real? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Superficial. Yeah. That's what, by the way, this, this is known all over the world about Americans. Yeah. Everybody says that. Hundred percent. Was that one of your things? No, that but, was my other thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, it 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 sucks yeah. because you, you. And I it, don't even think people realize that it's happening here. No, no, no. Just, so I think it's like the same thing we were talking about with the uh, the tipping. Uh-huh. It creates that false sense of, hey, I care about you, but you really you care about the tip, but you're you almost overshoot the sense of, oh, we're so. Hey, how you guys doing? Can I get you anything else? It's like that sense of like false concern, mm-hmm. um, but it's really tied to your your pocket. And um, I think that kind of permeates even in friendships when there's no, you know, there's no, you're not making money off of each other necessarily. Right, right. But it, there's like a level of um, superficiality. No, it's just like we're cool, but I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to go... Like, I'm. It's just. It's like positive. We're gonna be positive, but uh-huh. but like, um, you know, a real friendship has positives and negatives. It's like ups and downs. I agree and there's, with that. There's there's more than just like the bubbly, happy parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like American culture kind of leans on that side. 
Um, and there's nothing, it's not for me. I, I don't like criticizing America because I, I love America. This, and This is what the show's all about. All, all the, no, 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 every time ahead. I see Europeans, they always shit on America. And I'm like, well, you know, go fuck yourself because I'm American. No, I, I get so. it. I get it. But the, when, this is the, the question I, yeah. I was getting a lot. Like, what, where would you rather live? Yeah. You know, you know how Senegal is. Yeah. You grew up in France. Now you're living in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Which one is your favorite? And I'm yeah. like, there's no such thing as a perfect country. Sure. It's some countries are good for certain things and suck for other things. You know, there's a reason why people come here. Yeah. The American dream started a gas station, end up CEO, mm-hmm. all that. And, and that has value. I'm yeah. all for it. I mean, I'm here. Shit, yeah. I'm trying to build, we're all trying to build something. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just saying that there, I don't think there's anything wrong if you put in the right or wrong dichotomy yeah. to put a mirror in front of a society and be like, Hey, careful about this yeah, or yeah, yeah. if if you're not totally aware right. of this sure, you sure. should be so yeah. whether you correct it on your own yeah. or not but just being aware of it alone yeah. is one step further than most people 100 percent. see what i mean yeah i totally agree with that and 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 it's i had a um uh when i came here when people ask me hey where you from yeah i'm like that's a tough question for me because it's where I was born, where I grew up, and where I live mm-hmm. were three different places. Sure. And um, it's like, no, I'm the combination of all those things. Yeah. They're bad. I shit on France all the time. Yeah. I'll shit on Senegal any day. Yeah. I'll shit on, I'm American too. Yeah, I, I've yeah, been yeah. American for 13 years. Name, name one criticism of France and one criticism of Senegal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Criticism of France, of mm. French people, never happy. Mm. Never happy. Yeah. Here's an example. So the opposite of America. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you can your your favorite dish, mm-hmm. right? You serve it to an American. It's it's well known. Everybody loves it. American. Oh my god! It's the most delicious thing I've ever had in my mm-hmm. life. Oh my god! It's so good. Mm, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Serve the same thing to a French person. Not bad. Mm, that does. It's not it even gets. a good. It's yeah, a yeah, not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The French uh-huh. are never. They're the worst tourists in the world. Yeah. They're never happy. They strike every week. Yeah. You know, they have the best everything, but it's still yeah. shit. They yeah, yeah. have a shitty attitude about it. Yeah. Bad attitude. Yes. Yeah. The Senegalese, number one problem is discipline. Mm. If if they if they had um if people cared more yeah. about the community mm-hmm. in a sense that I'll give you an, an example. Um so you live in a neighborhood. And you decide to dig up your septic tank where all your shit goes. Basically, mm-hmm. your sewer, your mm-hmm. local sewer, right? And you leave it open. And it stinks up the whole neighborhood for weeks. Mm-hmm. And then people go, hey, you're going to leave that? Nah, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Or you're, the, oh, here's, here's a good one. I was flying back from Senegal uh, to, to the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'm at the airport, and there were three flights that day. At mm-hmm. Around the same time, one to New York, one to so big flights. Sure, you get to the airport and they have there's two people, two uh, people at the the police to mm-hmm. check the thing. Yeah, and the line was all the way out the airport, mm-hmm. and didn't have stanchions. You know the thing when you were yeah, at yeah, the yeah. bank, they didn't, they didn't have that, so it was mm-hmm. a shit show. Meanwhile, everybody just the staff is just standing there. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They have no sense of hey, maybe we should uh, prioritize. Yeah, it's thing that you take for granted here in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. hey, we need to get structure. organized structure. Yeah. In Senegal, none of it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can be driving on a highway, 
if you call that a fucking highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's four cars going in the same direction, taking the entire <laughs> your highway. It's things like that that piss me off. Because I'm yeah. like, if if you only thought about other people and you yeah. had the, let me just you know do yeah. my thing and 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 get organized. Yeah, the country would be so much better place than it is today. Hundred percent. But they don't give a fuck. That's the same criticism of India. They have no discipline. India, so. I was talking to a friend uh, who's also Indian about this, and he was telling me that, like, I was complaining about this because I was like, I went to India for the first time in my life a month ago. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was I like must a, have been. It was interesting. I wish I had gone to more of India. I only went to one city, the main Mumbai. Yeah. And um, so I got like, you know, I don't like. I don't like cities in the developing world. I've lived in cities in the developing world, but I just don't like them because it's all the bad parts of a city without any of the good parts that like uh, first world cities have, you know, like culture and public spaces and, you know, it's all dirty and polluted and chaos. And um, I, I felt, uh, you know, as I was complaining, I was like, you know, everyone's in it for themselves. Yeah. And then he's like, you had to think about it from their perspective. It's rampant poverty. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, let me give you an example. I had to go to the their version of the DMV mm-hmm. and I had to get a new license. Mm-hmm. There are so many people in India. It's like the second biggest population. Right. In the world. He's like, there's so many people in India. There's a there's it's understaffed. So there's like five people working. They can cover maybe, you know, 200 people's tickets or whatever mm-hmm. people's licenses. There's like 700 people at the venue. Right. So most of those people aren't going to get their shit done that day. Oh, yeah. So everyone's bullying and moving in a way to get to the front of the line uh-huh. everyone's cutting because if you don't if you don't you look out for yourself you'll never get anywhere yeah. with what you need to do so it's that that attitude over centuries has kind of permeated and it's like um i need to look out for myself that's yeah. what it is i mean in in senegal when you drive yeah there's no lice yeah so it's look if, if you had a roundabout and yeah. you don't force your way in yeah you're, you're not going to make it, it. yeah and people have shitty cars. They don't have insurance yeah. anyway. So they don't give a shit about their cars Polluted, either. They will yeah. bump your car yeah, out yeah, the yeah, way yeah. to, to get ahead of you. 100%. So it's a mentality thing. And yeah. that, that takes generations, you know, to change. Yeah. And unfortunately, usually in these countries, there's such a, oh, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. they don't, they haven't seen They don't know any better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't know any better. And then you come here and you go, man, my phone's not working for five seconds. Yeah. Like, ah, <laughs> It's nice to have everything work. But yes. then you lose – there's something to that chaos that also creates community. That's true. That right. it doesn't exist as much in developed countries because everyone has their own space and their order and structure. and mm-hmm. So there's a little bit more distance, I think. Yeah. I mean, so tipping mm-hmm. – wait. Uh, mine is um, – I got to see it firsthand. The Black Friday shit. Mm. I had never – so I heard about it. Yeah, growing up in France, because yeah. those videos go viral all over the yeah, world. It's disgusting. And uh, I work, so I work at Best Buy. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, oh my god! And it was the year that like MP3 players were the shit. Mm-hmm. Like the first, the, the iPod wasn't even out yet. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think it was like early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to see it at firsthand, where you know people are camping outside the door yeah. like from the day night before and we open it at how long had you been in america at that point uh, about five years I think. okay about four yeah. or five years yeah, yeah. it's my fir- the first job i, sure, I sure, got sure. and 
Uh, I mean, I was into computers, so I yeah. sold computers. But just the like, I opened the, the gate and people were crawling underneath, oh my and just God. like, wow, MP3 players, and of course, crazy deals. I like, I, I get the, I, I get the concept. Yeah. Like, this is when you make as a business, you make yeah. most of your money, and everything's on sale. So, mm-hmm. if you really, if you really need a TV, mm-hmm. that is the moment to go. But it comes at a price. Mm-hmm. The pr- you can't think of it like. Oh, the TVs is two hundred bucks. It's a fifty-inch TV. Samsung is it's a yeah. two hundred bucks. It's not just two hundred bucks. It's the time you spent, you know, camping outside, fighting other people over it, yeah. and all that stuff. And I'm like, is it really? The, the, is that really worth it? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, and that maybe that's just me. The cost is your humanity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you see videos you when into a fucking animal when Elmo the Elmo doll mm-hmm. came out. There's videos of that. Like moms yeah. just fucking punching each other, and I'm like, wow, yeah, animals. But the funniest thing I saw <laughs> that year is the people who roll in at 3 p.m. Y'all got any more? I <laughs> <laughs> got like, any more to nah, dude, There's blood on the floor. I mean, what, what do you what mean? The fuck wrong Four with people you? died. These <laughs> I laughed so hard, that's man. Funny. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, no, that that's that's a phenomenon. It's nowhere else. Yeah. And it starts earlier. Is it not spreading? It is. Yeah. It is actually. What's funny is everything that happens in, in the US, yeah. give it six months to a year, it's going to go in Europe. Yeah. That was my other thing. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything. As much as the French hate Americans, they, behave they like love them. the culture. Yeah. They eat that you, shit up. You know why it is? Because American culture appeals to the lowest common denominator. Uh, it works. The most like base human things. Yeah. Those people fighting like animals are just, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, we're all animals. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might eat your your fancy wine and all, but yeah, you're an animal deep yeah. inside. You're going to fight. And then that lets you yep. uh, behave like that. So that's that's what I feel like um, why American culture is also so viral is because it's so base. Yeah. Uh, that, no, well, hold on. Not, not no, that's too, strong, that's too strong of a word. Yeah, I think. yeah, that's yeah, too yeah. It's not that it's base. It's, it's that I think it's the scale of it. Because mm. you're talking about you know, what, 40, 350 million yeah. people? Yeah. So you you have such a, as big as this country is, Yeah. you still have a really big, like if you think of it like a bell curve, Yeah. most people are in the middle. Sure. You know what I mean? Most right. people are just, I don't want to use the word, I don't want to use the word basic, but like, hey, you get up, you go to work, yeah. come home, eat, take a shit, go to bed, take care yeah. of your kids, blah, blah, blah. And that's like the, yeah, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go past that. But when you start thinking about, oh, what am I doing in my life? Yeah, what am I doing with my kids, my family, my community, where I can either change things mm. or maybe have have some impact? Sure, that's a different mindset. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's when you get the people on the on on the tail end. Exactly, yeah, they're yeah. the loudest ones, yeah. but they're not necessarily the the you know the majority sure i get that yeah animals i swear to god so i mean when they start putting out their black friday deals in freaking october yeah this is too much it's i mean the the level of i gotta buy shit yeah well so this is i think that's it's tight it's all it feels all tied kind of because like Mm -hmm. in my head the reason America, American culture tends to appeal to the lowest common denominator is because it's so commerce driven. Yeah. What will people buy? Well, if you just give them 
like the basic things, like you know, the a crack pet, version a of bedrock. What's that? <laughs> a bedrock. A pet rock. You know, if you give them like high sugar food and high fat, high sodium, you know, whatever, you know, whatever sells this product. Yeah. Let's just make it the most, you know, um, attention grabbing thing. Uh-huh. Then people will buy it. So then you're appealing to people's base desires all the time because you're trying to sell things to people all the time. Yeah. And so then it just it's it's a kind of a race to the bottom of like, okay, the loudest, the the flashiest, the biggest, mm-hmm. all yeah. of those things tend to magnify mm-hmm. because you're you're chasing all these products are chasing for the same dollar that the yeah the that, customer makes sense. Has. that makes perfect sense. I mean, and the, the and then you know, of course, today with the amount of data they collect, it's yeah. like they know everything about you. Yeah. I went out uh, years ago when I found out that there's actual there's a strategy, yeah, in where products are placed on the shelves. At the yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, like you know the the cereal boxes are at kid level, mm. and even though you have like an infinite number of them, like oh, the 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 design of the the box and yeah. I'm like wow, that's and, like, but at, and at the same time, you glorify the idea of owning shit. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you, it's glorified. What think of it? It could be in uh, it could be in the music. It could be in the movies. Yeah, it could be on TV. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm on this planet to. That's the source collect of collect the shit. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's what set either. That's what sets me apart. That's what you know brings me up the the, yeah. the social ladder. Yeah, this is what makes me look good. This is what makes me feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you realize, ah, maybe I didn't need all this shit. Maybe yeah. maybe because the richest people are not the happiest. Yeah, the I people do, own the most shit are not necessarily the happiest. Is sure. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like um, yeah. I don't know what it is about American culture, but it it does it does glorify or fetishize uh, um, commerce as the solution to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like um, which is why it's so prolific. And it goes everywhere. I mean, it, it, it works. It works. It makes money. That's why it spreads too, you know. But the thing is, uh, whatever you, you know, I agree with you in terms of the French or uh, Cunty, uh, generally speaking. Oh, they are. Yeah. But like what I do like about the French is that their they their sense of culture is very strong. And, um, um, you know, I like, I like their uh, – appreciation for art and literature and uh oh this is my, my next one but you have you have another one uh i think i covered what was it it was uh tipping, tipping. it was um um the w- the way american culture spreads right uh so everything american becomes the world yep. but the world is not american exactly and so when americans go outside of America, uh-huh. they expect the world to know who they are, you know. Yeah, no, you know me, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, but then when the world comes here, you speak a different language. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they don't know. Doing? America doesn't know anything. On average, Americans don't know anything about the rest of the world. Oh, they don't need to. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're, um, and I'll get back to to to, to your, you said about the the, the culture, but, mm-hmm. um, America is so big. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. It, it, that in Europe, if you want to ski, you can't be in England. Yeah. You got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Right. If you want to see the beach, 
yeah. and obese in Germany. Yeah. Are you gonna freeze to death? Yeah. So you go down to Spain, you go down, and, and it's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. When people when I got here, people were like, Oh, I'm going to Dallas, I'll be back tonight. I'm like, yeah. if I said that in France, I'd be I'd be in another country already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just the way that's just geography. Uh-huh. But because there's no need to get outside, yeah. You have everything you need right here. Insular. Exactly. So mm. when when the, when people come here and they want to did you feel like a need to educate Americans about certain things outside? Um, I, I, it's not that I feel the need to educate because I don't. I that's I, I won't educate anybody who doesn't want, want to be educated. Of course, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I do. I feel lonely, oftentimes. Yeah, because you're around people who just don't know how big the world and how interesting the world is. Mm-hmm. They they think that their world is the world, oh, and yeah. they, it lacks curiosity. That's yeah. And then, so this this was one of my struggles when I came here mm. because people wanted wanted to put me in the box. Yeah, and say, "Oh, back, well, you know, he's uh, black. I don't know, fuck, he is. He's black, yeah. but he speaks French. Wait, what the fuck? That doesn't mm. add up. And he's he's a developer. He's a tech guy. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, but he, he's a dancer. He's a hip hop dancer, and he he's a nerd about video games. Mm. And he's very social as fuck. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So it took me years to embrace." All of those things, yeah. Because the the uh, it's one of two ways. Like if when I used to eat up the fact that I would meet somebody and say, "Hey, my name is Back," mm-hmm. and they go, "All right, cool," and I'm like, "That's it," because your name is John. I know tons of Johns. You mm-hmm. don't meet people named Back every day, mm-hmm. and so you don't have any follow up questions. Mm-hmm. And if you at first I I felt offended about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Really, nothing? Yeah. You, meet, you meet people like Where me you every from? day? Yeah, yeah." So. Uh, and then I realized, oh, they don't know any better. Or they're yeah. not even curious about it. Yeah, yeah. So it took me a while to differentiate between the people who were like, oh shit, I tell me, like, what's yeah. it like? You know, what do you what was cool like in France or mm-hmm. what's the food like in Senate? I want to know more. Yeah. Those are the people who graduated and became close friends 100%. O- over the years. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that people want to put you in boxes, yeah. Otherwise it just doesn't compute, especially in a country where it's it's kind of a weird system because right. because it is also a melting pot. Yes, it's the biggest melting pot in the world. Right. So you're you're rewarded in this country as an individual. Mm-hmm. You're MVP, you're valedictorian, yeah. employee of the month, and so you're you're encouraged to stand out. Mm-hmm. But if you're different, you could be outcast mm-hmm. at the same time. Interesting. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What, if you don't, everybody wants to fit in. But mm-hmm. chances it's the ones that are, that don't fit in that win. who end up making shit. That's yeah. how you get Bill Gates. That's how you get you know uh, Steve Jobs. You yeah. get Musk. You get those guys. Right. The people who think outside the box because they don't fit in a box. Yeah. Or the ones who make the world go round. Everybody yeah. else is just yeah. You know blinders on. You have to be both contrarian and also correct. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't fit, eh, that guy's weird. I don't want to fuck with him. Yeah. Even though. Actually, you might want to fuck with them because yeah. you might be on some shit that you're not aware of. Yeah, that's the cost. I, I think that's the advantage of being an immigrant or being um, cultured, feeling <laughs> feeling like an outsider. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I I fully embrace it now. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? But the, in the beginning, it's very painful. It, it because seriously, you, it was rough. You feel like no, especially when people were saying, "Yo, back, you my boy." I'm like, oh, hold on, what? Yeah, I don't know your last name. Yeah, so I was, that was it, it, and I went to um, I did one year in high school. Uh-huh. I came straight as a in, senior. Yeah. I didn't have time to make friends because I had to study my ass sure, off sure, sure. and graduate. Um, and I was the first in Texas to graduate with a in, uh, with a bilingual international di- 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. 1999, best of the century. Ah. Anyway, uh, now I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it took me a while. So when I, when I went to college, and I was like, yeah. oh, now there's going to be people from all over the place. Right? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. And especially- Where did you go to college? Southwestern in Georgetown for two years. Oh, okay. Which is not a lot of black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, everybody's John, David, sure. Michael, and Jason, and yeah. Brandon. And I'm here, hey, I'm back. And they go, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's cool because we want to associate with you because, because you're, you're the weird one. Yeah. You're the one I don't fit. So it's a good look. Every fraternity wanted me to, to pledge because mm. I would be, oh, we got the, the French-speaking black guy who dances yeah. like Michael Jackson. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck you! I don't want to join any. Yeah. I'm not me. I'm yeah. standing by myself." Yeah. And then when I go to UT, which is a freaking city with people yeah. from all over the world, you realize that everybody from the same background hang out with each other. Mm. Even Africans and African Americans didn't hang out yeah, yeah, together yeah. at UT. Yeah. And I was like, "That kind of because this sell you on that do too." You, do you feel like that's also true in, let's say, France? Um. Yeah, but I th- no, I don't think so. Yeah, because the the relationships go deeper. Yeah, in France, at least for my generation. I don't sure. know now with social yeah, media yeah, and all yeah. that, but for my generation, relationships actually mean something. Yeah, to where th- there is a, um, I mean, I, I'll give you an example. They make tons of movies, comedy, mm-hmm. uh, comedies in France uh, about the group of kids that grew up together. And now they're adults. They're married with kids, and they go to the country and rent a house for the on vacation. And all the dirt from when they were kids comes out. And some, mm. but it is a concept of yo. When I say you, my boy, mm-hmm. like it means something. Yeah, it's like a you know what I mean. Thing. I talked to I talked to my friends. They're like, "What did you do last? You know, last summer?" Like, "Yo, remember this 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 person? That that dude? That girl? Mm, yeah, they out. have three kids. They have yeah. you know." We went on vacation. Yeah, the kids yeah, got yeah. to play with each other. It was sure. dope, and we do this every year. Yeah, I've never heard of this here. Yeah, it's it is more because it's an individualistic society. So people are more, you know, if you think of it like mm, like atoms, you know, like when in in very cold environments mm-hmm. things turn into a solid, like water turns into a solid. Mm-hmm. It just means H two O particles are like. Very close together. Mm-hmm. Whereas at a water, they're moving around more. And gas, when it when it boils away, they're moving out. Water vapor just moves very fast and far apart. So the mm-hmm. bonds are weaker. So like I feel like in American, I think that societies have different forms, whether it's gas, liquid, or solid, mm-hmm. where some are very collectivist, very rigid, yeah. um, very close, but also that the cost of that is rigidity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're surrounded by the people you were surrounded your whole life. If you're not happy or if you're if you want to pursue something, you're more kind of held back by the people because they're like, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good and point. so like maybe Japanese culture is an example of that where mm-hmm. it's like you're very, you know, don't stick out at all. Otherwise, yep. there's punishment involved. Whereas like I think the United States is much more on the gaseous side of like, hey, you know, hey, we're friends, but I'm going there now, you know, and hey, oh, we'll keep it, you know, I'll say hi, hello, but there's less of a deeper bond that's a good way to put it i never thought of it that way yeah yeah. 
I never thought about it that way. I never <laughs> this is the educational podcast. Welcome to our TED Talk with Raza used, and Beck. I used to be a teacher. so Oh, that's I, where I have, it came from. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I so get I it. Go into nonstop teaching mode about anything, whether it's Look, MSG man, or... I, I, I think that the only change you can make is about having these types of conversations. 100%. Yeah. That's just interesting, too. Yeah, but, but also when people say, oh, we need to have a conversation about fill in the blank. About, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but where is that happening? Yeah, not online, right? Not via text, right? Uh, it's it's got to be it's got to be face to face, hundred percent. Like I, for, I give you an example, and uh, I had a one of the longest debates that I've had with people since mm-hmm. I've been here is that in in France we're taught that there's five continents, mm. and here you're taught there's seven. Interesting. So hear me out. When I have this conversation with people, and I say uh-huh. how many continents, go oh there's seven, and I'm like okay. I'm taught five. I was taught yeah. five. Can I hey, guess what yours are? Go ahead. Americas. Yeah. Uh, Eurasia. Africa. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Europe. Uh-huh. Africa. Uh-huh. Asia, Australia. No. And Antarctica. No. Okay. So close. So it's America as yeah. one. Yeah. Right? Africa. Europe is still its own thing. Uh-huh. Asia is its own thing. Then you have Oceania. Uh, which is Australia, Australia uh, New Zealand, and all the other islands. Yeah. People count Antarctica. You can if you want to. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you count like in terms of uh, tectonic plates or whatever. Sure, sure. But in terms of like inhabited, yeah, 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 yeah Take yeah. that out. Gotcha. And so, but when I ask people, mm-hmm. okay, so there's your seven: North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia, and I'm like, where's New Zealand? Yeah. Where do you put New Zealand? I is New Zealand. Uh... I think it's Aust- the Australian con is it or is it Asia? I don't know. No, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like again, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying you're taught wrong. Sure. It's just if you're taught that way, understand why it is that way. Uh-huh. You know, if you tell me, oh well, we we consider we only consider uh we say Australia, but we mean all the other islands around <laughs> because really it's the same sure, sure, sure. plate underneath or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But when I ask questions about it, you can't shit on me for yeah. asking questions. Right, right. So right. When, I, when I say, well, how many rings to the Olympic flag? Mm. And they go, five. Well, what do you think the rings are for? It's for the five continents. Ah. That is a fact. Really? That, but they represent it that way. And, and so or, or I say things like you have um, like America that. doesn't have a flag as a continent. Africa doesn't have a flag as a continent. Europe has one, but it's an economic mm-hmm. thing, yeah. right? Asia doesn't have one. Why would Australia have a flag as a continent and as a, as a country? Mm-hmm. And they go, what, 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 fucking French? I'm like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm yeah. just asking questions. Yeah, I'm just French. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just French. <laughs> yeah, this is just That's, me. <laughs> that should I'm be a fucking, t-shirt. I, I, yeah. if, 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 if every time I pause, you think yeah. in your head, I said, fucking American, yeah, then yeah, that's yeah, on yeah. you. <laughs> but I'm just trying to talk here. That's what I'm trying to do. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's this uh, this arrogance. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if you say, yeah, yeah, American number one. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Factually, it is true. Mm-hmm. But... Understand that it is it is far from perfect. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. then when uh, who, who had this um, comedian had a joke about it. Uh, in order to form a more perfect union, 
That's the constitution, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's no such thing as more perfect. Either you're perfect or you're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. it was uh, Robert Wool from Assume the Position on HBO. Oh, uh, really? that, nah. yeah, that shit is great. It's good. Yo, it's like... Who are your favorite comics, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Patrice. Patrice, yeah. of course. The man. I put Patrice. I put Burr. Mm. I put Rock. Uh, uh, I put Carlin. Mm-hmm. I put uh, Patrice, Carlin, uh, Burr, Rock. Uh, and the rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rest. Because gotcha. I, I love what what I loved about um, Carlin was all the language stuff he did. Mm. To me, like yeah. if you want to, if you want to capture very much a poet. Yeah. yeah. If you want to capture the the mentality of a of a society of a country. Mm-hmm. Analyze the language, the words they use. Like yeah. we were saying earlier, when people say "you my boy," yeah. you know, "you my man," hundred grand. Yeah, know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when people throw the word "I love you" like they're feeding pigeons, <laughs> I fell for it because I thought when people say that, they uh, actually yeah? mean cause, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're saying that for real. In yeah. French, there's not 25 ways to say it. And yeah. when you say "je t'aime," it means "I je love t'aime. you." Like yeah. But if yeah. you say, ah, je t'aime bien, that means, yeah, I like you. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So different languages have different yeah, yeah, yeah. ways to express, of course, to express sure. things. But if you if you think about how people use it, and that's why Colin did very well. Yeah. He had a whole bit about, you know, football versus baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, baseball, you come home. And and and, mm. and uh, football, you're touched down. It's like a whole thing. Mm. And I'm like... I love that kind of analysis. Yeah. Because it says a lot. Yeah. yeah, the thing about uh what's a house? A house yeah. is where you put your stuff. Yeah. And from that, that turned into like a five minute bit about that when you go on vacation, you have to pack your stuff in a little suitcase of a subset of your stuff to go into another place to yeah. put stuff. And then while you're there, you buy more stuff. Yeah. And then you put that stuff in your stuff. And then now you got to go to a friend's house. Like, fuck, I got to take this stuff I had from my house and my vacation home into little stuff again. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Wow. I love that kind of, I love that kind of comedy. That's Carlin? You, yeah, that's Carlin. That, that makes you think, mm. oh, okay. About life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it says a lot about a, uh, a society and, and a country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that's interesting. You listen to French comedians? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. How, how, do you do you have like an idea of like how they're different versus? Yeah, like, I, can, I can tell you. Yeah, I mean it's um, so. I just had this conversation of, on Jordan's podcast. Oh yeah, uh, Jordan Stan, McDonald. Yeah, Jordan okay. Dan, uh, Daniel West. Oh two, yeah, two yeah, niggas yeah, in the pod. Yeah, 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 I did that one. Um, so stand up as we know it in America uh-huh. is fairly recent in France. Sure. As a I as an art in, form, I performed in France. In Paris. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But like the thing is, I grew up watching comics, sure. comedians. So, yeah. but the format was either sketch, yeah, or one man show kind of. Sure. Thing. Think what John Leguizamo did, yeah. right? That kind of stuff. And then what happened? There was this one comedian. He, he was on TV. He was doing sketch. His name Jamel Dubuz. Mm-hmm. Um, and he opened a comedy like really the first comedy club as we know it here mm-hmm. in paris and it turned What's into it called jamel comedy club uh okay is and, it in a basement uh i think so i've never been there it's oh, like okay. a, it's like a little small gotcha. theater it's, yeah. it, it may be three times the size of east austin yeah yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not that big a friend of mine took took me to a comedy club there i don't uh-huh. know if that i think there's more now so it yeah. might be but he's like this one is like the biggest one like known and it was like it was like a it was 
a lovely restaurant on top, and then you have to go into the basement. There's a, there's a bunch of those. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did one when I was there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, and so, he, you basically had classes, like, you know, class of all four or five or whatever, generations of comedians who went yeah. through that comedy club yeah. who are now movie stars. Mm. Kind of like here. Yeah. And so, um, over the years, more and more comedian, French comedians started, oh, okay. I'm going to do stand-up like Americans do. Mm-hmm. You know, set a punchline, storytelling, whatever mm-hmm. the format may be. Because the thing is, France has such a, a big history in theater mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, there's one dude on stage. There's no... You watch the special, mm-hmm. there's nothing on stage. The dude's wearing black. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an earpiece kind of thing. And he just, you know, does a show. But it's not really that whole like oh going to open mics and yeah. all that. It's, that culture is not. Yes, yeah. there, there's a great Netflix show called Standing Up that's mm-hmm. just about that. Oh really? About yeah, French? French. Yeah, interesting. It it is fictional, but yeah. it it takes the archetype of the different like the different comics. So there's like the um, the black female comic who's married who talks about her marriage on stage. Mm. And her husband is like, you can't be talking about our sex life like that. Mm. There's also the, the 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 French comic who used to be big, but he has a coke problem, mm. so he's kind of gets in his own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the other guy who's a student of it all, so he everything he does he writes down, mm-hmm. and he ends up writing for a TV show, but mm-hmm. they want him to have this specific voice that's not really his. Mm. So it it basically. Um, like this shows you the the journey of different these, stories, like, yeah, 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 different stories of these comics. That's interesting. I think uh, stand up is such a classically American art form. Of course, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I really appreciate that about it's the the voice. Mm-hmm. It's the it's ex- freedom of expression, mm-hmm. which is like just such an American pillar. I think like uh, my friend who I was telling you about, he's a comedian. He went to India. He's Indian, and he was like, I tried doing comedy when I was there, and they don't they want to hear topical shit. They don't really want to hear about your you know, your deep intimate like uh, kind of they're like oh this is what's happening so let's joke about that. I think Americans have moved the needle on self-expression in terms of stand up more than any other. It's just <laughs> you and your stories, you know. I there. agree with that. So I agree. I think that the ones who make it the ones who are most authentic yeah, about what they talk about, or yeah. the ones who make it. Yeah, if you tell a story on stage and people look at you like, "There's no way you got laid, dude." Yeah, like, yeah, no, I lot. ain't buying it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it. false. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it it doesn't work. But it, I think from what I saw in France, that whole mindset of yeah. like, because France is also you know freedom of expression. One hundred percent, hundred percent. So, and we don't, you know, the French don't fuck around yeah. as far as like being straight up honest and, yeah. and all that. You yeah, know, yeah, I was talking yeah. about the abrasive stuff yeah, yeah, in Paris because yeah. most of them are in Paris. Yeah. And yeah, people don't give a fuck. Those yeah. shit on, They'll say on what anybody. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll say what's on their mind. Yeah. You're saying the other thing that you had, what was your second and third one? I'm trying to go back and think about it. I think it was something about art and culture. Yes, and yes, 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 yes. So because you live in a country where everything is, how can I put this? It's a fast paced country mm-hmm. overall. What I mean by that is everything's on the go. The concept of on the go. Mm-hmm. Think about a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to stay, get outside. Like the first drive-thru came out in like in the 30s or some mm-hmm. shit like that. And the first McDonald's was like in the 70s. Yeah. Like we don't have time to get out the car and eat. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your lunch break is 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, you have recess is like maybe 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You're, you, you have three jobs. You don't take the time to appreciate the things. Yeah. Because it's like you're always in a race. Yeah. Whereas in other countries, when people take their time, maybe too much, mm-hmm. it's like have a meal in, in France or in Europe. It's a two, three hour deal. Yeah. Like yeah. you take the it's time, you put your phone away and you actually have a conversation yeah. way past the food. Mm-hmm. You know, you're having cheese or whatever, yeah. but you're talking. Yeah. When I was a kid, what we did for fun, we used to sit at the park yeah. and talk. So we'd, we'd play soccer or whatever, and then we stopped and hang out at the park and yeah. on the bench and just shoot the shit. Talking, yeah. Exactly. So that develops, you know, a sense of appreciation for the simple things that you don't have here. Agreed. So when people start bitching about, you know, the connection dropped or the internet went out or yeah. whatever, it's like, yo, when do you take the time, sit in the grass yeah. and look up in the sky for five minutes? Yeah. So then you end up with a, with a society that has a mental health problem. Constantly always looking forward to yes. what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. Like me, 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 feed me, but I'm always on to the next thing. And I, um, I'm trying to work on something about that because you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. we're talking about business and consumerism mm-hmm. earlier. It's a 30 minute deal. Because mm-hmm. they got to turn tables. Yes. Uh, from a business perspective, it makes sense. And the staff is is taught, yo, Check on them. That's pressure at that point. Like, yeah. yo, we're full. Get the fuck out. You already mm-hmm. had like you're you're eating your appetizer and they ask you what you want for dessert, mm-hmm. or you <laughs> barely touched the fucking seat mm-hmm. and then, what do you want to drink? I'm like, hold on, I don't even know what you have. Yeah. You know what I have? Like, yeah, soda. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want? Yeah, Pepsi, Coke. We got both. Fuck but you. Very, they do that in a very nice way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because not like they, that. Yeah. Not like they that. Got, they yeah. gotta get tips too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they're still pushing you. The, the lack of just man, take the time. Take the time to, to to learn from people. Take mm-hmm. the time to appreciate the small things. And and it's true that mentally, I mean, what what helps? I mean, it helps me is that it's good to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like you get up in the morning, like oh, you know, tonight I'm recording this podcast. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let me get my shit done, right? So I can enjoy this more. So I'm not constantly yeah. thinking of other things. I can actually be in it. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? But I think that you're you're such on a it's such an interesting balance i i totally agree with what you're saying uh-huh. because this is for sure it ruins it, it reduces or degrades the quality of having a dinner or the experience of having Life a period dinner. agreed mm-hmm. and at the same time what it also does is it allows these people who are ambitious to really i think that's why america is full of just so many billionaires mm-hmm. so many people who are mega successful is because they can move so fast you know and they like so that culture of like more 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 mm-hmm. produces more that's true and so but then at the, the cost of the day-to-day so like i think about this all the time because i i identify way more uh without saying cunty i mean you're, you're european go, so oh, I, ahead, I totally ahead, get it ahead, I, I identify with a european lifestyle way more you know what i'm saying yeah, i like too. the slowness i like the 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 thoughtfulness and and long dinners and and friends and family and all of that uh but at the same time for my career you gotta grind. If, I, if i wanna do well in my career i gotta be here there's no way i'm gonna like i'm not gonna be around the type of people who are also 
you know, motivated and hustling in the same way if I'm living in uh, fucking Berlin. No, I, I, I'm totally with you. Yeah. I mean, and, and there, there's levels to this. So maybe Europe is like middle ground because mm-hmm. there's still entrepreneurship yeah, 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 and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to third world countries where yeah. people just don't give a shit. Yeah. And you can't get shit done. Yeah. If you want to run errands, nah. it's two a day. Yeah. Morning, <laughs> afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They're like, you can't be too like, nah. nah. But I, so I, I think to me, it's more of a like make the time kind of thing. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with, I mean, whether you like it or not, a a sick country mm-hmm. where you, because you're on the go, you don't eat right, you don't exercise. Yeah. You know, you're you know, you're depressed and yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't I'm not saying it doesn't exist in other countries. I'm yeah. saying that the scale of, of it all yeah. is like, yo, take the time. Yeah. Like if even if it means and to to my to my next point. Because everything's got to be big, mm-hmm. because everything got to be uh, planned and logistics and all of that, it, it's a lot to take on. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of dial it down to something very simple, like uh, call a friend and say, "Yo, let's just uh, let's kick it at the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, let let's go let's let's go have a cup of coffee." Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Who's driving? What time are we going to get there? But I got this other thing I got to go to. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Relax. Just gonna go have a cup of coffee. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But everything got to be. That that's that's that struck me a lot when mm. I got here because, like I said, I was used to sitting on the bench and talking. But when you yeah. try to make plans with people, it's like you gotta schedule them in like their CEO. It's like, okay, who's driving? What time are we gonna get there? Who's gonna be there? How much is it? I'm like, are you coming or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you overthinking this? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. A this, birthday, yeah. birthday level, bachelor, bachelor yeah. party level type of yeah, yeah, yeah. thing here. Yeah. I just want to see your face. Yeah, I just want to talk. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see your face. Yeah, yeah. So what, what are we doing? And so that creates isolation here too. Exactly. Because yeah. then you're like, and I, I was going through it recently actually because I came to realize that, you know, if you don't call people or mm-hmm. if you don't reach out, they don't reach back. <laughs> and sometimes even even when you do, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily reach back yeah. either because yeah. they're busy. Like you, you're you're texting somebody back and forth, yeah. and then it just drops off. Yeah, and you don't hear from them for two weeks, yeah. and they they respond to the text from two weeks ago. Yeah, you see that guy? And yeah, like, yeah. wait, hold on, I was having a genuine sure, like sure, sure. trying to talk here. Yeah, yeah, and this is okay. Now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I'm that I'm that person. Oh, I'm I know tons of people so like that. Bad at I've texting. come to learn. But this is this is the thing is like for me, I think I'm bad at that because I'm I'm more present. That, when I, that that's fine. When I'm here, then I'm here and I'm watching. Yeah. But like when I text messages, because also it's like so many people are, you know, there's no. It's just like uh, it just kind of. There's so many people that you have to respond to all the time. I'm just like I'd rather just have like that's a, fine. There's no yeah, off time. I, yeah, I get yeah, that yeah. when you're bombarded with exactly. shit. I, I respect yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. And if that if if the 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 counterbalance to that is that yeah, whoever I'm with, I'm yeah. with them. My yeah. phone is over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. by all means, hundred percent. But I, I think that if people just slow down every once in a while, yeah, and just appreciate it things for what they are i'm like when's the last time you just fucking i'm gonna take a nap yeah i don't care how busy you are everybody got five jobs plus projects plus family obligations plus work obligations but it's like man i 
I'm gonna have a jerk off session. <laughs> I'm gonna light up a candle. I'm I'm gonna project it on my big screen yeah. TV, the, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna feel good. Way to do it. Yeah, uh, alleviate the stress. Uh, Fuck 100%. yeah, I release the demon. Yes, sir. So I mean, it, it, it's it, it's simple things like that. I think that go way further, and mm-hmm. that will maybe keep people from shooting up schools yeah. or you know killing yeah. each other. I think or, I think the biggest thing is like uh, I don't know. I I used to say that like traveling would help. But like, I also feel like now traveling is—it's not traveling; it's more tourism, which is like the world has become Disney World. Yeah. Wherever you go to a different place and you get to oh, you eat there, you you know you do that event. Yeah. You yeah, go, yeah. You go to the, and then you go home. Like everywhere has become kind of like Disney World, so you really don't. The country that you travel to uh, is at your service, rather than you have to like learn to be oh. in the country. And on top of that, when you ask them, so how do you like to travel? Oh, I love to get into the local. Yeah. I'm like, no, you know, no, you don't. You ain't got time for that. Yeah. If you tell me you went to Italy for a week or yeah. for, you didn't do shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think short of that, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not everybody, not everybody can sure. buy a plane ticket to go to Spain. Right. I get it. And Europe is closer. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's just the way it is. But at, at least if you're the curious type, like mm-hmm. I was saying earlier. Get to know people who are not like you. Yeah. And be curious and ask questions and learn and don't take your own culture, i.e. American culture, as the end all be all. hundred percent. Like be yeah. open to different ways to think. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, whether it's food, it's music, it's yep. uh entertainment, it's religion, it's mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Nobody's ask, nobody's forcing you. Sure, sure, sure. But don't walk around like your shit don't stink. Yeah. And you're the best in the world. We get it. Yeah. You are. But relax. Have some humility every yeah. once in a while. That will allow you to learn a whole lot yeah. more. And get oh, better. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. People overthink this life shit. Now, like, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> yes, sir. And it, it comes with age. And, and you would think, like. How old are you? I'm 41. 41? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's that's why I can talk like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the wisdom uh, of a French African man. Yeah, yeah. Father, too. But uh, well, how do you? I'm 33. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know shit. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, no but the, the, it's like you have no excuse for not knowing yeah. anymore. If you spend if you spend your time scrolling on TikTok, yeah, and doing stupid dances yeah. on Instagram, looking for who else is having is looking like they're having a better life than you? Yeah. Of course you're gonna want to kill yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And so it it sucks that you have to we have to tell people that. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is, is That's the state of the world now. No, I mean Everybody. like we talked about MSG earlier. So mm-hmm. now the fact that now they have to print on boxes of food, oh, no preservatives, no yeah. low sugar. I'm like, yeah, thanks for you know one one that always made me confused is like you would see those advertisements where for mcdonald's like made with 100 percent real beef yeah yeah I'm like was it not before it, it wasn't yeah, yeah but yeah, now yeah. they feel like they have to say that yeah, and, and whoever depressing. puts the most nose on the box people are like, oh yeah i guess now they're yeah, really yeah, yeah. thinking about this exactly and you're like no nah, man it's it sucks that it they're comes down you. to this yeah, yeah, yeah but it sucks that it comes down to that mm-hmm. especially with the amount of information out there and i mean it's just out there for you to take but even if you take something, any kind of, you know, whether you watch the news, you have your your website you go to for news or whatever, it's like 
Yeah, but think about it. Mm-hmm. Don't take it at face value. Sure. You know, talk to other people. Don't yeah. just repeat. If someone says, oh, this was happening in Ukraine, and just repeating talking points because you didn't take the time again yeah. to understand the situation or talk to somebody who might be closer to it that might give you uh, another perspective on right. it than the one that, you know, your neighbor said or sure, your sure, sure. your friend at church said. Yeah. Life is about perspective. It's not that complicated. Yeah, that's very true. Man, welcome to our TED Talk. Do you have one more? Uh, I think those were my three. I think that it was um, tipping um, or service industry, relationship to the world, and then the other one was family relationships. But we kind of covered that. But it was like, um, um, you know, like the it's kind of what you were saying about when you go back to Senegal and you have this big family and you're like, oh, you got to go there, you got to go there. I think America has a very nuclear structure oh, in the, terms of yes, family, yes, and way less kind of. It's what you, you you said earlier, which is like there's expect. We weren't even talking about it yet. We were talking about you or dad coming here, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, what will people think? Uh, American culture is great in the sense of um, you have less familial pressure to behave in a certain way, mm-hmm. and I and I think that allows you to explore more of yourself. And I think uh, collectivist cultures like India and Senegal, yeah. there's more uh, internal family pressure to be a certain way, which gives you less freedom to explore yourself in a way that um, you can do it uninhibitedly. That's a good point. So uh, um, here's an example. Try to tell your your parents, you know, let's say you're 45 mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm going to start skydiving. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick up skydiving. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to look at you like, are you crazy? You're 45 yeah. years old. What's, what's yeah. wrong with you? Like yeah. at 45, you should do, be here. Yeah. You should be doing this. You yeah. should be. You should have that. Yeah. You should have a wife, three kids, whatever the yeah. formula is, right? But in this country, it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. That's your you're, life. You're, 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 you're not 90 years old. You have your license mm-hmm. to be a professional skydiver. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. That's beautiful. No, I, trust me. It, it's it's one of those like you want deep down you want to sit sit your ass down, <laughs> but you go you're not hurting nobody. Yeah, you got respect for that. By all means, go yeah. for it. So what, when you hear stories like, uh, um, even in, in the comedy world, mm-hmm. uh, what's the dude? Uh, I get no respect. I forgot his name. Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield didn't make it to much later in life. Yeah, you know when you hear success stories like that. But, Louis Black, same thing. You know, a lot of actors, same thing. Like Samuel L. Jackson was not Samuel L. Jackson at age thirty. Really? No, I mean it was it was later later for him. Uh, So the idea of reinventing yourself mm -hmm. is really proper to this country. Yeah. Over there, it's like, no, you're old. Shut up. Have kids. Sit on the couch. Watch TV. Yeah. And then you'll be just fine. Yeah. yeah, But here's like they encourage you to like constantly be. You know, as much yourself as possible. Exactly, yeah. grinding whatever that takes. It's, it's rewarded handsomely, yeah. individually. Yeah, once again, hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. percent. That's but a good it, one. I like that. One. It's interesting because I feel like all the things we talked about are all kind of tied together. That's America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is America. I mean, yeah, you you consume. You know, you try to you know try to make it as much as you can. I yeah. mean, it's a grind. Yeah, you don't take time to appreciate friendships. You don't take time to appreciate simple yeah. things in life. 
you know, you end up with some problems, yeah. you know, but at the same time, you feel like, you know, the more you have means the more you are. Yeah. And that's what defines you. And anything outside of that is, is sounds foreign to you. You're, sure. not, you're not necessarily willing to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in order to accept it, you know, you either travel if you have the means yeah. or you try to associate with people who have the experience, in which mm. case you got to be in a constant learning state. Otherwise, the fuck you doing with life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ooh, that was nice. That, that's, that's a clip good. right there. There you go. <laughs> Get it out there. Yes, yes. All right. Um, <laughs> Oh, this was good, man. It's probably one of the, one of my favorite. Hey, hell yeah! I, I hope I time. hope I hope we have we can continue this on yours. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yo, this, love to have this you is on. great. I love this yeah. kind of talk because, yeah, you get to explore people. Yeah, I mean, not everybody has the capacity to talk yeah. like this either. That's, that, I've noticed that, yeah. and so I know where to to drive the conversation. Sure. If it's like, oh man, this is way above your head, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you simpleton. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. No, nah, I'm kidding. I love my guests. I love my guests. But I, I love having this conversation with. Even people who don't know, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like, you know, comics lives in such a bubble. Yes, yeah. To where it's other like, comics like twenty five years old, they don't know anything. They think this is all it is. And yeah. It can be really boring if you're just around those types of people. Yo, try to have. I've, I've talked to comics now. I'm like, so what else? What else you're into? Yeah. I'm glad when I when I called you, like, oh, do this literature, architecture. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude! How many times? How much time do I got? Yeah, but yeah. other people, are, oh, just do comedy, man. I'm like, no, come on, man. You had yeah. a life yeah. before what that. There? You had yeah. some as some hobbies. You sure. can't tell me that you live this is great. The only thing. Yeah. No way. You have a you need a backup plan eventually. But that's even not if it's not a backup plan, even like you know. You become a better comic by having other interests. Yeah. Because they inform your comedy. And one-dimensional people are boring as fuck. Yeah. yeah 100%. One-track minds. Ugh, I yeah. Stand, I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, where can people find you? All that good stuff. I think the main place they can find me is Instagram, which is Razadots, R-A-Z-A-D-O-T-S. And uh, that's where I post podcast clips of my podcast, which is Super Deluxe. And uh, also the special stuff will all be there, too. What's so, the name of the, the special? A Few Funny Ideas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How'd you get that? Because that's what it was. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm yeah. sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure that's what I was it was. Like, yeah, so I was like, I want to I shoot a special. What do I want? What do I have? And I, you know, it's my first special. So it's like, it's just like all the stuff I've been working on for like the last five, six years now. And so, oh, wow. Okay. So it's like, it's, it was collecting them and there's like figuring out what the theme is. But really, the theme is these are the, the funny things that I first came up with. It's like, so my first, you know, five years of doing comedy. Yeah. This is, this is your, uh, oh, I don't have the word for that in English. Bilan. Bilan. See? You don't have that in English? What, what is that? Like it's like you're uh, you go through a, a process and then you do like a, like a recap. Oh, this is what I've done for the uh, past. I got blah, like blah, a blah. summarization almost. Yeah. Right. So like they, they say that for presidents. Yeah. So at the end of their mandates, they go, okay, this is the bilan, which bilan. is let's look at, let's do a recap or let's do a uh, yeah uh, a retrospective. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this that's is where I've been. Manager and you coming out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like my work bleeding into my podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, for myself, follow the feedback BAK and record play live. Uh, again, uh, the next record play is on Sunday, November 5th at Pershing, the producer's edition. We'll have a link to your special. Congratulations cool. on that. I'm really happy Thank for you, you. Thanks for having me. And yeah, go check out the, the special. Yeah. Because, I mean, man, you got. 
It's funny. People, I make people fun are of, dropping dope shit. I make fun of a lot of races in it. So if you like this culture stuff. Yes. If you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> or not, like go podcast. see it anyway. Yeah, yeah even if, yeah, if you hated this podcast, check yeah, it out. You, yeah. Look, if you want to learn some shit, he has <laughs> yeah. some funny ideas. He wants to share. <laughs> so go will. check it out. All right. Thank you so much, Rosa, for coming. I appreciate this you. This is great. Talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Thank you, brother. That was so much fun.